first question for you, or not even really a question, but outline for me the instance in which you thought that you wanted to be an artist. What was the first time, or when was the first time in which you were like, hmm, I really want to be an artist? Like, do you remember that period of time or what occurred? Um, I always wanted to be like something. I always wanted to be like, I don't know if it was like popular, but I always wanted to be like liked by people like, especially when I didn't have many friends, like when I was a kid, I always just wanted to be liked, well-received. So um, I would try many things before music. And then when I started making music, um, seriously, I was probably 15 or 16. Um, at 16, yeah, I was like, this is it. I thought I was like the best at it. You know, I just... I loved it. So I would say, um, yeah, around 16 is when I was like, I need to do this music stuff. Um, this is my passion. I have other passions. Um, but music is going to take over my life and I'm going to go hard. And it was just like obsessed. I was obsessed with it. So that's great. Cause not a lot of people were obsessed with it yet. Cause it was still pretty early. It was 2015. So, yeah. Nice. And you say you had other passions. What other passions did you have? Do you still have those passions? Uh, yeah, but they're not. I don't uh, do them as much. I uh, I used to do like flips and stuff. I used to do like same here actually. Yeah, I would say like parkour, but um, I wasn't like super serious. Like I didn't compete, but um. Like a few years before, I was probably 13, and like I saw my friend do a backflip, and I was like, I want to do a backflip. And then I just had this drive to, and I learned every flip possible like corks, like the backfolds, like every double flip on a trampoline. Like it was just flip. Like I was the flip guy in school. Like I thought that was cool. Again, going to back, like I wanted to be well received and liked. So I was like, oh, yo, Coop did a backflip. Like, that's sick. And I would, like, feel, like, good about it. Like, um, I don't know, like, I needed some talents or something. So it was always the flips, and then music came after. But besides that, everyone has their little passions and hobbies, like, so. Nice. There was it, yeah. I tried, no one really knows that now, Um, the parkour thing. I don't really <laughs> like, it's not... I don't know. It's just fun. It's just a hobby. I'm like glad it's a hobby now because I didn't want it to be super competitive because I would end up breaking my neck. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And uh, you said you didn't have as many friends back then and you felt as if you wanted that recognition of being liked. Do you feel as if you've gotten that recognition or do you still have that hunger for like searching for recognition and being liked or um yeah i I definitely got it um it it was it's weird because i barely remember but i just know like as like elementary like i would always have a few friends and then like but like you get new friends you never it was never stable and then high school like it um 
it all made sense. Like I made my high school friends and I just grew into myself. Then I got, went to college for like a year, made friends there, made friends. Once I got better in music, I made all these music friends and then social media presence built up. And now I have supporters, fans. And now it's like, now I have all these friends, but it was just like, I was a weird kid. Like a lot of people are weird when they're kids and uh, I was different. Like I was actually just different. And like, I don't know. It was hard. It was hard to make like consistent friends back then, but now, yeah, it's completely like grew into myself and confidence and, you know, I'm happy now. It's, it all worked out, I guess. Nice. I also don't chase that anymore. I don't chase the validation of, um, needing someone to like me as yeah, I you're- did in middle school, high school, like most kids do. Well, that's awesome. Glad you found that security because you probably are awesome, you know? Yeah. When you were, well, first question, I guess, what did your friends and parents slash family think of you when you were creating music? Were they supportive, not supportive? Mm. What did they think of all that? Mm. Um, my, uh, that's also a good question. Like, it's hard to remember. My my family is always supportive because I was like, I'm going to be, because at first I was like a rapper. I'm just going to be a rapper. Um, yeah, my parents are supportive. I don't think they ever thought it would turn into anything more than just like a hobby I had. Same with my friends. Like, my friends are like, oh, this is sick. Like, this is cool. There's nothing else going on in this, like, small town. Like, this is cool. Um so yeah, everyone that was close to me was supportive, or at least they would act supportive. Um, a few people that like I was friends at the time I don't talk to anymore because I know they're like they're like shitting on me or behind my back. Because um, I, I wasn't that good back then. So, but people close to me were supportive. A lot of people in high school gave me shit though. It was like a it was all right though. I li- I liked it though. I liked I liked people giving me shit. Like I liked. I don't know. I liked the attention. It was it was bad. It was and and it's kind of nice to maybe prove them wrong in a sense. Yeah, like exactly. I always just like I'm gonna prove all you wrong. Like now I don't care like at all. <laughs> but back then, yeah, chip on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have ever have the imposter syndrome that was telling you? Coop, you aren't good enough to be an artist. You aren't an artist. Other people are artists, but not you. Like, do you know what the imposter syndrome is? Or it's like, yeah. Um, can you explain, like, define it a little more? I've heard of it. but It's where, like, when I started this podcast, or not even when I started, but months before I was thinking about starting it, and I was like, but then these voices in my head would say, Harley, you just, you don't have the, ability like these other podcasters do you don't have the you don't have the ability to speak you just you aren't the person for the job there's better people out there that should be doing podcasts you just aren't good enough for that and like i feel like most people whenever they're pursuing something important like someone maybe going to graduate school or someone who's wanting to go to college sometimes they get this i'm not good enough for this or yeah. someone else should be in my shoes i 
I don't think this is, I don't think I have the capabilities to be doing this, but normally people prove themselves wrong and, and show that you were the right person for the job. Did you ever feel that like, Hmm, I'm not, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not the right person for this artist, uh, career. That's the thing. Um, <clears throat> no, I never felt like that with music. And that's probably why, like, I just always was like, I'm that guy. Like, I'm, I'm like this artist. I'm the rock star. I'm the best. Like, just blind, just confidence. Um, and that's probably why, like, I probably had imposter syndrome with a bunch of other things, with going to school, with um, with everything, to be honest, besides music. So, I mean, that actually makes sense then. Yeah, that does make sense. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah that's, that is interesting. Hmm. Was there ever a specific song that you created that right afterwards you're like, wow, I'm doing the right thing in pursuing this music? Like, what was the first song that kind of clicked for you? You were like, man, this is this is going to be something beautiful, this whole creating music thing. Um, I feel like there was multiple moments. There's definitely multiple moments. Like, every year, there's, like, a moment of, like, yo, like, you leveled up. Like, you figured it out. Um, But probably the first moment I had of that was um, the song I made with Rapta. Um, Rapta's an artist. Lovestruck, is it? No, it was called Paranoia. It was... um, in 2016 yeah i made that song and i was just like it's not good like anymore but just like finding like the melodies and stuff i wasn't really doing as well and then just like after that i became more melodic and then i had another moment in 2017 where i made the song new porsche um and then i made the song loner i don't know if you know those those are like old I don't actually. Um, yeah, these are like right before 2018. Made these songs and I started using distortion and I was like, oh, like this is cool. And it was just like all these moments. And then after that, it was probably the makeup moment where like makeup, like the story of makeup was crazy. And when that clicked, it's just, I don't know, just all these like little moments every year or so I would have. I kept like reassuring things for me and like changing the course. And yeah. Explain to me that makeup moment. If it was so interesting. Um, basically I went to LA for, it might've been the first time or second time, either way, like vacation. I visit LA um, at this Airbnb in the hills, like we all just split. Like I'm sleeping on the floor, right? Like on like a, I don't even know if it was an air mattress, but yeah. Anyway, we're all there. Um, my friends go out to shoot a music video for my friend, my friend uh, Dom, who still shoots my videos, shot by Tange. Oh, sweet. He goes out to shoot a music video. I have like the flu. This is before COVID, so I have the flu. And. But I don't know. I like wasn't super congested. I found like a moment and I set up just a mic we had set up and an interface. 
I just made the makeup hook, like, in the hills, like, looking over the city of L.A., like, alone, like, having the flu. And then, like, months later, I finished the verse set, the verses at home, pieced it together. I dropped it on SoundCloud right after, I don't know if I should even be talking about this, but, like, right after, like, I ended things with, like, one of my exes, and I'm I'm going to move out to L.A., right? I'm moving in 2019. I'm moving to L.A. Like, this was a whole different time, but dropped the song. Flopped. Worst performing song ever. Like, got a thousand views in, like, two months. And then it got picked up, and now it has millions of views, and that was just like, whoa. Just, just drop things and wait and just keep going. It was, like, one of those moments. It was a big song for me. Like the whole story of it, like everything about it was just like meant to be. So it was cool. That's amazing. Also, these are fire. What is that? Body armor. So good. <laughs> good for you. Anyway, yeah. Sure. I don't know if this is an easy question to answer, but what's your favorite part about being a musician? Um... Yeah, it's going to sound basic. Expressing myself, like literally um, expressing my emotions in a song. It's like therapy. I don't go to therapy. I've never been, which I'm probably going to go eventually. But um, yeah, literally expressing myself. It's, It's just a good outlet. Sure. Yeah. Also, just people like loving it. Like people receiving it well and enjoying it and telling me like, Oh my God, I was going through a bad time. You like really helped me. And I'm like, amazing. That's awesome. I fucking helped you. It's great. Yeah. That's meaningful. Wow. And what do you think matters more to you? The streams or the, the feedback from friends, family, fans? I mean, definitely the feedback. Definitely, like, I admire, like, genuine connections and feedback from real people. Like, views really don't matter at all. They don't even get you fans a lot of the times, like, getting, like, views. They'll just hit the algorithm, people will play it. But I like people that just tell me what they think. Like, respond to my stories, like, DM me. Just let me know, like, you know. <laughs> but oh, I like yeah. feedback, especially people I'm friends with, and I feel like I don't get that enough, which is fine. But I like when my friends reach out; it's cool. And uh, so, when you're making a song, or I guess let's talk about the lyrics specifically. Yeah, are the lyrics? coming straight from the heart or are they sometimes written down just because they sound good together or? a good question yeah no it's it's basically all uh freestyle um it's basically all off the top of my head and what i'm feeling and then i'll write as i go sometimes like sometimes it'll come to me and i'll write it down so i don't forget and then i'll like form better bars and wordplay or I'll, I'll go back into it but it's all usually i have to just freestyle it i'll write songs like when i'm bored though like i'll just write 
song after song, but I I never really put them out. The songs I just write, I just write them to like I don't know. It's just like therapy, I guess, in another way. Just, but yeah, no, I I really just freestyle. Like after this interview, I'm probably just gonna freestyle some hooks I have in my head. That's very interesting. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's just, it's just like muscle memory at this point, you know? You do something so long, you do 10,000 hours, as people say. Just like, yeah. Professional. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. I'm just kidding. No ego. So walk me through the process of you creating a song. I guess you kind of went through the freestyling, but what all else goes into it? And yeah. has that has that process evolved over time? Um, that's a good question. Um, yeah, so I basically, I open Pro Tools. I, I get in the mic. I, yeah, I just freestyle, like, Hooks. Usually I get like beats sent to me from producers that I am friends with. So basically I'll freestyle and yeah, I'll write as I go. Then I'll like lay down a bunch of ideas. Like if I don't get something I'm absolutely in love with, like right away, I'll lay down like three different songs, you know, four different songs. What do you mean by lay down? Like, I'll just record, like, all the way through. And I'll have, like, ten flows, you know. However many flows. And then I'll keep some stuff. And that will end up being the song or the hook. And then I'll go back into it and fix the lyrics if I need to until it's, like, super polished. But sometimes, like, I just go in there and I get the hook. Like, like makeup to go back to it, like. Just one. It was like a few takes. And it was just done. The hooks. Like, yeah. Definitely hooks are just super easy for me. Because they're like short. It's like four, you know? But yeah, I'll just go back in. I'll polish it. And sometimes it takes me months to like finish a song. So it's like 80, 90% done. But sometimes, like, I'm missing a couple lines. I want to change them. And then after that, I'm just mixing. Like, I love to mix. What is, what is mixing for people who may not know? Yeah. Um, basically, I do it in Pro Tools. You basically, um, you have compressors, EQs, reverbs, um, I uh, use like auto tune, distortion, and a bunch of other plugins. You basically use all these plugins. Um, and you just tweak them like the knobs and stuff, and like get them sounding right. And it basically just tunes your vocals, tunes the beat, adds clarity, adds bait. Like you just, I don't know the like right way to say it, but um, um. I'm sure you, um, everyone out there can look into it, but yeah. 
It's basically what I've been doing since I started just mixing. And then is that the final process, the mix? And then I'll master it. I've I've honestly recently just started mastering. What does that mean? Just getting it loud, you know, getting it loud and getting the dynamics right. Just making sure it's ready to go. That's like the last step. Maybe not too loud that it like makes the speakers sound weird, but not too quiet. Loud before like it clips or distorts. Sure. So yeah. Yeah, I like don't like I could show you, but like I don't know, like the I wouldn't I don't know. It's easier to almost see. Yeah. There's a bunch of people that could say it better. I just do it. And it's the best though, because you can find your sound. Like like if I if I didn't mix my own vocals, I don't think I'd find my sound. Cause like I can do it at home, just spend hours just tweaking my vocals, making me sound like anything. Like a lot of why you probably listen to my stuff is cause the sound, the way I the way I do it, it's just like it's I don't know. It's like one of a kind. You can find your own sound, like my friends. Like everyone just finds their own person within the mixing. It's it's cool. It's hard to explain. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Every individual has their own unique style, sound, yeah, approach. Yeah, everyone does it a little different. Spit on my face. Nothing good. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm like I don't really know how to I don't really know the technicals, but yeah. Mix it's all good. It's my life. Who's the who's your favorite artist you've ever worked with? Um Brevin Kim, for sure. Yeah. Those are my best friends, so That's amazing. Lived with Cal. When I first moved to LA, well, second time I moved to LA in 2020. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, what's your, or how did you meet them? Um, through music, I was, uh, I was like a fan. Yeah, I just liked their stuff in 2017. Like, early 2017 i was early on them like they had a couple hundred followers on instagram you know a couple hundred views a song maybe more than that but i was just like i knew them in the scene in massachusetts that's where i'm from so uh yeah i just and they were uh they grew up with rapta so it was just i knew them and then we met at a party and then since we became friends, and then we didn't really hang out, though, until L- L.A., you know, until I moved. But we made a few songs in 2018 that I don't think are out anymore on SoundCloud. But, yeah, it's always been great, like, working with them. Now we're, like, best friends, both of them. That's amazing. What are the pros to living in L.A.? Why did you move to L.A.? Yeah. Um, pros, connections, um, 
it's the lifestyle. It's more fun here. Like, um, my friends were starting, like, everyone. My music friends, not, like, my high school or my, yeah, high school friends. They weren't. But, like, my music friends, a lot of them were moving here. And, you know, I was always moving here. Like, on vacation, and I would stay for months, and then it's just, I don't know, something about it, it's good. It's good and bad. There's a lot of cons, but... Yeah, what are the cons? Um, a lot of, like, fake people. It's obvious, like, you hear about that. Um, yeah, it's like, a lot of things are just about status and clout and money and, like, superficial stuff. Um... And, yeah, like, drugs, like, you can just get lost in it out here, you know? There was a time where I was, I've, I don't do drugs, but, like, there was a time where I was drinking every night, like, getting drunk every night, just because I could, and just because, like, there's a party every night, you know? There's a club every night to go to. You can do that, you know? Especially when you just turn 21. Like you can do that. So now I'm like an actual adult and I just like, and I know who I am. So it's, it's great now. And, uh, compared to home, like, dude, I was like, I'm just like rambling now, but I was, uh, I was in the woods, you know, like, especially with COVID, dude, there was nothing to do. Like, Nothing to do. I was lonely as shit, like 2020. This is L.A. or Massachusetts? Massachusetts. Well, technically New Hampshire. Okay. My parents moved to New Hampshire when I went to college for a year and a half. Okay. It was across the... We can just keep saying mass. It's the same. I was... I went to mass in New Hampshire. They just moved, like, 30 minutes. But just in the woods, man, like... Alone, like working on music. I make great music, but I see a couple friends every week. It was just like, I want to have that, like a good lifestyle, you know? I want to have fun and I want to connect. I want to grow in the industry. I want to make moves, which I'm still doing. Like, I'm, I still have like a long way to go, like connecting here, but just the right move, you know? Like, it made so much sense. Only sense it to, like didn't make was like money because I knew I was gonna like struggle. But it's like once I met my girlfriend, like I was like, hey, moving to LA soon, you know, I'm moving back. This was 2020, November. So like almost two years ago. And she was like, I'm gonna move too. So I moved and she moved a few months later. So it just worked <laughs> out this time. It's different. It was just LA's just the choice, right? It's just the the right spot for me right now. But I'm not saying I'm not gonna move back to Massachusetts in like five, ten years. Sure. And would you consider yourself a fake or a real person? I don't know, it's kind of a strange question, but you say you run into people who are fake. Do you typically like kind of morph into just the fakeness or do you typically try to like say what's on your mind and be real? Or how do you manage when you're dealing with people that are fake all the time? Like what's your defense mechanism? Um, I definitely, 
Yeah, I think this is kind of bright. Let me just let me just take a quick brief. Pause. No, you're good. Sorry. It's all good. That too dark? No. It was just getting like so it's getting darker out here. Mm-hmm. I was just turning into like Casper. All right. Understandable. All right. So I definitely am not like fake. I definitely don't feed into it like at all. I'm probably the last person that might piss people off. Like when you're, you know, you play into it. I'll do small talk, you know, like you gotta, I guess you gotta like, you know, do the whole small talk and be like, I'm a musician, but usually I don't tell like people, a lot of people walk up to you around here. And this is like, Hollywood LA you know this isn't like local LA like this is like people that move to LA and they're just trying to make it and you're at a party and they just come up to you and they're like oh yeah I'm this I do this I do that I do that it's like okay like I don't I don't care you know I don't care what you do like I don't know you yet so it's like it's weird because it doesn't leave a good impression but sometimes like I do that too because it's like, damn, like this opportunity, like fucking, I don't even know. Like, I'm mean, just trying to think of someone like kind of popular. You see someone popular, like a musician, and I'm like, oh, I gotta like, I got 20 seconds. Like, I'm gonna walk up to this guy, you know, to say something to leave an impression. But sometimes I'm just like, hey, I'm cool, but I like your stuff. I don't even say I'm a musician. But a lot of the times, like, I take my shot. I don't want to be fake. Like, I don't want to be, like, annoying. Because that's, like, an annoying thing to do. But you don't always get second chances. So it's a weird game. But as long as you're just true to yourself and you're not annoyingly just annoying, like, I, I don't know. I don't feed into it, though, for sure. I'm just always, this is always me. Like, I'm, this is my emotion towards everything. Sure. And yeah, like the approach of hmm, maybe I'll make a lasting impact just by forming that connection. And then once that connection maybe is formed, then they'll truly check you out, check out your music and see what you have to offer. But like you said, you might only have a short amount of time in certain instances. So mm-hmm. I, I can see how you have to make that decision. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's yeah, exactly. And uh, do you, I know some artists, well, I have seen some artists say that they like making music sober or not sober. What, what do you like more? Um, I, I think they're both good. They're both fine. Like, I guess at some point when I was like drinking every day, um, I needed it. Like, oh, I need this. But I can be sober and make like hits. I can be drunk and make hits, but you can't get too drunk at the same time. It's not going to sound good the next day. You can't get too high at the same time because, like, with weed, I like don't even smoke really, but um, anymore. But then my throat would be messed up. So if you're like, I'll drink a couple beers, you know, I'll drink a couple shots, 
and that's perfect for recording because I'm not slurring. I'm not like saying anything that I think's like it's too much, you know. Sure. I would say if you need to take the edge off, do it, but don't be like fucked up. Like unless that's the music you want to make, but uh, that's just not my thing, I guess. Sure. Respect to everyone though, if they want to do whatever they want to make that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could have any artists feature on a song with you, who would that artist be that you haven't featured with before? Like any artist? Yeah. Dude, probably like, there's a couple like Kenny Hoopla. <laughs> Kenny Hoopla is like, Pop punk, punk artist. Um, I really like poor Stacy. I met, oh yeah, met him. Um, met him just like through a mutual friend. Um, and then like Dominic Fike. I've always loved Dominic Fike. And then probably, oh my God, I'm blanking. Oh my god. Hold up. No worries. I need to I need to collab with this band. Oh why why did I bring a uh, turnstile? Turnstile. Huh. I don't. I need oh, to start taking notes. Definitely listen to turnstile. Definitely listen to turnstile. They're a new like punk band. Is it one word like yeah. two? Okay. Yeah, they're great. Um, and if we want to work with more like rock artists, that's like kind of what I named, obviously. But also, like I don't know, as always, just, I want to work with a bunch of people, but I can't right now. But in the future, like Young Lean, I'd love to work with Young Lean. Um, then I would have loved to work with Lil Peep. I would have loved to work with, you know. Mac Miller, like people that passed. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Hopefully that answered your question. Sure. You say you can't. One more time. Oh, yeah. Perfect. But anyway, yeah. You're saying that you can't work with artists like that right now. Why do you think that is? Just because you aren't known well enough yet? Or that's what you meant by that? Yeah. Notoriety. But, I don't have the money for a feature. I'm not going mm-hmm. like, to shell out a couple thousand dollars. Sure. And uh, so I I hear two different routes, like the few artists. There's some artists that I really like that are independent, that are like, I don't ever want to sign on a label. And there's other artists that say they want to get on a label because then it might grow their popularity and they can benefit from benefit from that. What path would you want to take? I'm not even sure. Like, are you on a label? I don't know. No. Um. That's a good question, though, because I think of that all the time. Um, I've almost signed a bunch of times, but the deals were never that, like, never good enough. Or it just didn't work out right for me. Um, but I would sign the right deal for sure. But I'm not in a position to sign the right deal. What's the right person that comes along? But I'm always going to be team independent. 
and like owning your masters, owning your like owning your songs, owning the rights. Like I'm like a fan of partnerships and like I don't know. I just I see a lot of artists and I know a lot of artists and I'm not gonna name any because they'll fucking kill me. That are just like getting fucked over uh, by labels, but they're also like getting helped out in a way that's like that without that label, you might not even have got that opportunity. But it's uh, it's helpful, but it's crazy out here. Like it's crazy. Like artists are getting their life screwed over, you know, like years down the drain. But I don't know. I can't say. I'll probably sign, I'll probably sign one day for sure, but I'm not I'm not gonna sign anything. Like I could have done that, signed just any paper. Sure. I honestly I see some artists who are honestly good enough that they may not even need that label, and then they get a larger percentage of that stream revenue, and I'm like having that perseverance of. I'm not going to get that huge spike up from the label, but over time I can get a larger, larger piece of the pot when it comes to the revenue. And so like, and then you're not owned by anyone and you're your own boss. And it's like, I feel like that is very attractive. I'm not an artist, but to me, that's maybe the path I would want to take, but I can't say, because that might take a lot of perseverance and time, but you're right. It's the path. Like it's like, I guess it's harder at the end of the day, but I mean, you still have a team. You still like could put together like the best team ever. Exactly. Like, if you have the money for it, like obviously, like I don't know what a lot of these artists because like, I don't know what they're doing. They don't talk about it, but like we all know, like Ross and his situation. Um, I don't know if you know. Like, just being, I may not. We're just being like independent, and um. I think he's independent right now, but just like if you're independent like that and you're selling out like arenas and like stadiums, like you're making so much money that you don't need to be like having number one records because the other things come in the merch and the stadium, the concerts, they pay for it. They pay for like the, you know, if you're not number one, it, it picks up, but yeah, it's definitely it's just not handed to you if you're independent. But I don't know that. Like right now, I don't. I don't really have a team. I know a lot of people that uh, help me out, and like it's enough to just keep going. Like I could drop all the time, music all the time. Like keep going, keep going. But I don't have a team. Like my boys, like my videographer and my photographer friends, like. They're, they live over here. Like I don't have the, I'm not, I don't have this money right now to be like, you know, like come stay, let's like shoot content for like a month. Like, I can't do that. Like everyone's got stuff to do. But, like if I have a hit song tomorrow somehow, which would, that'd be sick. Um, everyone's gonna come to me, and like you'll see like the team form, you know. But right sure. now I'm waiting for something to get in. So it's weird. It's weird being in this position, like underground. Just gotta grind. That's uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. I had a 
I had a question. I might have lost it, but so why did some of your content get taken off of Spotify? Like your Runaway album or Fragile or Actress or songs like that. There's probably there's a lot of others that I knew that are kind of gone. What happened there, or was that your choice, or? Um. Yeah, I don't think I can speak on. Uh. The Runaway album, but it got taken down by a label. Um, and yeah, it kind of like screwed me over. And then other things got taken down because of like clearance. Or just like label, like people and labels and stuff. I don't even know if it's like the label, but it's just people just like copyright striking and like when they're not even like, they don't even have the right, but like independent artists, like you get kind of screwed over with that. Like a lot of us do. So. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of that stuff got taken down. And then, like, a few songs I just took down because they, like, flopped. And I, or I just didn't like them anymore. And I would take them down. But most of them, there was some problems. Sure. That pissed me off. Hmm. Interesting. But it's fine. We're good. I kind of have, I have this list of and independent artists that I really, really enjoy. I was just curious if you knew any of them. Yeah. Let's see. Justin Stone, Josh A. Yeah. Justin Stone, yeah. Yep. It's actually funny. But keep going. I'll tell you a story about that. Sure. Okay, yeah. Like, everyone knows Arizona Zervis now, but I've known him for a while. Uh, yeah, Arizona. We have a good yeah. story, too. That's actually Did- weird. So I, don't have many, I don't have many stories with like artists, but yeah. Tell the stories if you want. Well, Justin Stone, I was just like, I, I liked his music in 2015, 2016. Um, I just always liked his voice. Same. Oh, he deep, like just the cadence, the voice. Um, and yeah. It was cool because, like, years later, um, he reached out or I reached out. I don't remember. Like, he followed me. And then, like, connected and we were supposed to do a song. It was just, like, cool because, like, I was, like, super into a few of his songs that got me through some stuff. Like, when I first started, I was, like, probably 17, 16. I was, like, oh, like, this, this dude's dope. And, yeah, so I haven't talked to him in a minute, but... That's like that's the homie for sure. And then um Arizona. Um, not really the homie, but friends of friends. Like I have like you know, like ten friends of friends with him. I'm just not mm-hmm. really, I'm not I don't I don't really know him like that. But we uh we went out one night with my friend Woody Pond. Oh yeah. That's how I found you actually. Yeah, oh word. Yeah. Um so yeah, Woody, I knew Woody for like a year, I think, or something. We went out to a bar. We went out to the the Roxy in West Hollywood. It's like a concert bar area. Um, and yeah, it was Halloween uh, 2019, like that Halloween week or whatever. And we just went out. We like, had a good time. I didn't really know. I knew it was Arizona, but I didn't really know like what was going on. Like, I didn't really know him. I really didn't listen to his stuff. I, think I knew like a song. 
And then like a week later, like rock or like a week or two later, like Roxanne blew up. And then like I know his life just changed. Like it didn't even blow up yet, you know? It like yeah. it's just coming out. I think it just came out, like nothing was really happening. Like normal stuff, because Arizona was always just doing his doing his thing. Um yeah, it was just a cool story of like things change fast. Especially like you know this person, like this person's a friend of my friends. And yeah, it was cool. Yeah, that is a cool little story. Like we just got fucked up and like hung out and like then his life changed. I don't know if he knew it was gonna change, but it just happened right after. Any any more artists that you wanna mention? Well, I've known Mike for a while. He used to be Mike Stud. He's got his own label. Do you know Mike? Yeah. His and sound is personally just yeah. He used to be Mike Stud, now he's Mike and his music is one of my favorites and he, this small guy that I think you may know, Young Orange, maybe through me cuz I, you know, I comment about I, I like him a lot and yeah, I know. I, I know of Young Orange, yeah. Yeah, there's I don't know. I I like a lot. I like What's the right word? Just independent, not even just independent, but smaller artists that may, might not get the recognition. But I'm like, people, some people that I live with or know are like, I only like Kanye and I only like Drake. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. I know you like the, the smaller artists. But yeah, it's, it's especially if you can kind of get to know a person through social media. It's, it's been interesting, but I... I don't know. How did you? Uh, how did you get into that? Like, how did you just start finding like a bunch of small artists out of the blue? Um, honestly, the Spotify recommended, and then going on to Instagram. I think Woody Pond kind of got me into the whole Nick Violets, you Arizona, uh, a few others, and I just like Matt Corman. I don't know if you know who that is, but yeah, just yeah, he's from Mass too, I think. Yeah, and just I don't know. I um yeah no Nick also Nick's like one of my best friends too. Uh, yeah, I wish Nick lived out here. He doesn't. Okay, but it's fine. Sure, but no, he he's he's my guy. Nick's I just saw him for the first time like. A year and a half, actually. That's like, amazing. Like the other day, he was out here. But yeah, that's cool. And uh, do you ever do you listen to your own music, or do you find it weird to hear your own voice, or what's your thoughts on that? Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I listen to my music like every day. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm probably my biggest fan, to be honest. Like. Without a doubt. Like, like there's no, like, I'm sorry. Like, you might love my music, but I, like, love my music more. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fair enough. I got, I got you beat. I got a lot of people beat. Mm -hmm. I like listening to it. Um, yeah. Uh, but not, like, obsessively. I listen to my stuff every day, though, for sure. What would you say your favorite song of yours is? Oh, shit. 
Can I cuss too? Or are you gonna cut that out? Sorry. No, I'm not cutting it out. Okay. Um it's probably unreleased, to be honest. One that's gonna be released soon or that's staying unreleased? Or you may not you don't have to answer. One more time. No, I'll find the name. It 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 will be released for sure. Um probably. Oh my god, this is um we'll just say the song the song Stray. I posted Stray. I posted it on my TikTok, I think, or on my story too. It's a really good song. <laughs> There's just a bunch of songs. Got like <clears throat> I have like twenty ready to go. I'm just slow, like to be honest. If you've noticed, I'm just um it's hard to put out like a, like a lot of music, but I would love to put out music like every week, you know. Sure, but quality over quantity—you don't want to put out stuff that's not amazing, up yeah. to your standard. Yeah, there's definitely I definitely have the songs up, ready to go. Like I'm, I'm literally gonna upload a song tomorrow, I think, for two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Drop another song two weeks from now. It's called Romantic, which is a good song. <laughs> I like it. What's your you favorite? Get, uh, what, what's my favorite? Well, right I, was, I was going through the other day. I just want to see. I really like Love Me quite a lot. That reminds me of a good time. It's good. It reminds you of a time? Like, it reminds me of like, it just reminds me of good. It's kind of nostalgic. It's not that old, but it just reminds me of a good time you know let's see i also i really love gravestone with you and brevin kim yeah. that one's good that one's simple it's just like yeah yeah and i like i like ghost also it's another you know, go, dude, ghost is one they're all good I'm yeah ghost sure is, ghost is really good ghost made me like emotional that's how mm-hmm. i really like that song that song <laughs> That song's underrated, but yeah. Sure. A funny story about Five Doors Down. So it I have a girlfriend as well, but I don't live with her. I don't plan to for a while. I've pers- Yeah, so like she's actually moving to the same apartment complex as me, but she's gonna be five doors down in like a few weeks. And it's just like, huh, five doors down. It is just hilarious. Good for you. I was listening to that and yeah, it is gonna be nice, but that's also one, um, my one of my other like really good friends um, that like I went to high school with. Um, I probably shouldn't be telling this either. I think I'm just having a conversation, but you don't have to sure. cut it out. You don't have to cut it out. Um, his girlfriend at the time was five doors down, and. She like thought I wrote the song about their relationship or something. I don't know if she was joking, but respect. Um, it was kind of funny. I was like, no, like it's just like five doors down, like literally just a song about mm-hmm. someone being right there, but you can't get to them. It's like it's a pretty simple concepts, but it was sure. Funny. And three was, doors down. Three doors down is a great band. So. Oh yeah. Yep. 
Wait, that's a band, right? Is it? Am I yeah, that's that's right. I think so. I'll look it up. Wait, why am I like actually? Three Days Grace, maybe, or Three Doors Down? Okay, yeah, that is a band as well. There's Three Doors Down, Kryptonite. That's what, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kryptonite. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I also really love Sorry I'm Not Enough. It's a, kind of a classic for when I I found you and I was like, that's a good one. But Yeah, that one is... I can't listen to that anymore, I'll tell you that much. Like, It's a saddening song for you? Yeah. It's just like, I think I got like a lot better than that song in terms of like songwriting. And then sure. Also, I was in a different place. Like, I'm saying like everything in 2019... I like can't listen to besides like maybe makeup or like heart stops. Mm-hmm. But 2024, it is kind of just like where I think my sound is like thriving right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. You asked my favorite. I'm like, I'm scrolling through. I'm like, there isn't a song I don't really like. So, you know, name a song, name a song you don't, um, that I'm not as huge a fan of. That you're just not spinning. Yeah, you're not listening to. Just because. Like, sure. Call me, honestly. I'm not sure why. It's just one that I, I heard it and I was like, oh. it's medium. It's not bad. but That makes sense because it's, it's like a different vibe. It's like a, it's like an up, it's like a different type of beat, you know? Sure. Yeah. It's like kind of. I like it though. Like it grew on me, but it never caught my attention quickly. Like. Oh yeah, this is amazing. But didn't have a strong hook. So I, I get it. I just like I don't know. That was like definitely my least favorite, but I kinda just put it out to be like versatile, I guess. So. Mm-hmm. It yeah, it's it's that genre blending, all different kinds of genres you can work with. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I see on your bio you call yourself a genre blending artist. Like mm-hmm. what what genres do you feel like you incorporate the most? Um, it's weird because, like, I know when I say this, like, a lot of people are going to be, like, think I'm, like, a poser. But, like, I don't know. I just feel like emo, like, punk, like, mainly probably more pop punk. Emo, like, pop punk. Um just like elements of rock too, like in love is war. Like I really happen mm. in, I'm like trying to tap into like, just like rock. Like I have songs that really said like, you know, I'm like, it almost feels like trap metal and oh yeah. Also like hip hop, you know, trap, like, um, rap in general, just like, I'm always just like, I was a rapper first, you know, I'm just like, I love hip hop. So it's like I feel like I'm blending all these, and then like EDM, just like the hyper pop wave. Like, do I want to dance? Yeah, pop, like the pop EDM hyper pop, like, like those bright sounds. Like, it's all blending. Like, I think I'm just not blending, like, country or like mm-hmm. jazz or reggae or yeah, I'm just not blending like stuff like that. But the rock pop hip-hop like that's that's me sure yeah i'm scrolling through some of the like songs that i kind of forgot about because they're not on but like petrified is one that 
I really liked for some reason. <laughs> that song was like my one of my like intros. I feel like to trying like a EDM type like that. This is before like people were listening to hyperpop. You know hyperpop. I kind of get a glimpse from hearing what song like you know like do I want to dance maybe or petrified yeah. or just those kind of style. Gravestone, like do you like, yep. style of like the beat and like the tempo, like it being like a good like dancey kind of thing. Anyway, um do you wanna dance? I feel like is just so better petrified. Like it's just like a newer, like it just makes I'm sorry, it's just way better. Like mm-hmm. petrified is just like very distorted because I was loving distortion at the time. Uh, songwriting is just not very good. It's not, but like, do you want to dance? Is like perfect. I think it's like the perfect dance song I have. Like, you literally, yeah. do you want to dance? Like, I literally just titled it. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm glad you. I'm glad you're seeing this diversity, this versatility. Yeah. And uh, I don't know about you, but I hit the gym and I like <laughs> that kind of music. I listen to your music quite a bit in the gym. I'm, I was curious if you exercise at all or if that fuels your creativity. Because sometimes when I when I exercise or, you know, work out, my creative endeavors such as this podcast or whatever increase. And I was curious if you if you do any of that. Um, I've been off of it for a minute. Like. I'll work out though, but I just, I'm not like I used to, like I would work out every day, you know, like I used to be like, I used to be like ripped, you know, I used to like have the six pack, I used to like have, I used to bench like my max was, you know, like, I think it was like 165 when I was benching, because I'm like a skinny, like, like a light kid, you know, so that was like, mm-hmm. when I was benching that, I was like, whoa, like. You know, I'm not a big kid, but um. anyway, to get, to get to the fucking question, I'm just going off the fucking boards, but uh, yeah, I like, I love music at the gym. I, I don't think I would listen to myself really at the gym, though. Sure. But I would listen to anything that's just like aggressive, like a lot of the new, like rock stuff, mm-hmm. you know, rock just gets me going or just yeah. Like, I don't know, just anything that just just gets you going. Like I can't listen to anything soft at the gym, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, anything like sad. I don't listen to like sad emo music, you know. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, a lot of people like like they like my music at the gym. Like I get a lot of messages about the gym. I do. Like I have a lot of fans that are huge. I'm like. Damn, like, I don't even know you like this stuff, but they probably, a lot of them like the emo stuff in, like, in the 2000s. So they probably like my stuff for it. Because it gets them going. Like, it gets them, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, the fact that my stuff is so, um, not aggressive, but energetic. Like, it gets people going. Definitely. That's probably, fucking, that's probably, it helps you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, this is a slight sidebar, but I'm currently, I'm in school. I'm studying 
industrial engineering. But either way, I'm in this statistics class and the project is so open-ended and the project I'm doing on is, it's called biohacking, which is kind of like the ways in which you can stress your body purposefully to hack your biology into making you live a longer, healthier life. And some of the the four things I'll just quick say are uh, intermittent fasting, HIT workouts, if you know what HIT is. What is that? HIT is high intensity interval oh. training where it's like you're doing a lot of kettle swings or yeah. burpees, pull-ups, just kind of all in a row without that much rest. And and then also like saunas and cold plunges, like those four things combined, you stress your body purposely. Yeah. You then are so resilient to when stressful situations come up in your life. So like something stressful in your real life happens, you're so used to it because you've been stressing yourself purposefully through all of those things, boosting your, your DNA repair and your, I don't know, metabolism. But either way, with that hit, you need something really music wise that gets you going and so i typically i don't know i yeah. sometimes listen to you but yeah that's just a sidebar but it's also a, a recommendation if you want to feel better maybe your music could even be better if you're i don't know yeah. feeling as if you're pushing yourself and stressing yourself and you know making yourself more athletic or more you know fit it, that's just an idea i don't mean to call you out or it's no, just no, an idea because I need to um, I need to get better with like working out again. Like it helps. Like when, like I was always like telling my friend like, when you're not getting money, and you're not like getting like your health right, like I can't make music. Like I can't I can't be like. I don't feel good about myself. Like how can I make songs and people will be like, oh well, your song's sad. Like. It's like I don't know, like I can't make a sad song when I'm actually like sad, you know. I gotta be like in a good mood always. <laughs> I gotta make songs like I just gotta be in the zone, you know? It's like work for me. <clears throat> when I'm like upset, like sad, like I like because I struggle with um like anxiety and depression, which I mean that's probably not news to you, but it might be news to someone. <clears throat> like I spent weeks like ugh, this winter was bad I was in bed for like weeks like I just didn't want to get out of bed and like just cause like I didn't have money you know like a lot of people like see me as an artist and there's ways to get money but you know sometimes you need a job you know to get to where you want to be to get that especially in LA so I was just like in bed like damn like got no money like my music's like doing all right like like what am i doing you know you get down on yourself mm -hmm. you need like you need to be getting money you need to be working out and you need to be just like positive and you need to be like getting up you need to get the fuck out of bed but it's, it was it's hard for me to get out of bed mm -hmm. it's comfortable in bed i feel like good there you know sure so, yeah, not to like be on the side, but yeah, if anyone's wondering out there, anxiety has been in my life since I was born. I didn't have anxiety when 
the trend started when everyone just started getting anxiety. I had that shit as a kid, mm-hmm. young and like panic attacks, freakouts in school, on buses, like everywhere. I still get them. I still like work through it, like every every day. You know, it's crazy. Sure, but you won't see that. I kind of control it now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I do think that exercise is one of the the main reason I exercise is for that mental for that you know it's like wow I accomplished something man I I just climbed a mountain metaphorically it's like man I just lifted something heavy it's it's like a drug almost the Dude, endorphins that get released this is how I felt with doing the flips yeah Do, yep. I would hit, I would hit a gymnastics gym. Mm-hmm. Some of my friends every Friday, um, from like know, like thirteen, fourteen years old for two years, and I would do that. It was great. It was exercise, you know, like just constant, like yep. It was just got my mind right. I would do that. I would go to the gym too, but like the parkour stuff was like it got me right. I miss it. I want to do it now, you know. I just don't want to do it alone. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to do it alone in LA. Sure. Yeah. Gotcha. So how'd you meet your girlfriend and what do you like about her? You don't have to talk about her if you don't want. Oh, there we go. Um, now we talk. Um, I met her. Another funny story, I guess. Um, hey, babe. Yeah. I'm doing the interview. Just letting you know. Yeah. Okay. She's about to like come in. Um <clears throat> Yeah, so we met um so I needed <laughs> an goth girl, you know, <clears throat> goth girl for my music video in twenty eighteen. Cause like it's on brand, like I love goth girls, you know, all girls, you know, like, look at me. This is what, no, <laughs> but, um, so yeah, my friend, Nick Violets, yep. who was, I think he was, he wasn't even Nick Violets at the time, but he had, um, he had this, he had these girls in his music video and he was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm friends with this girl. Is a like Bella. I'm friends with this girl, Bella. Who's like in a bunch of music videos? She's like an artist, you know. She's a singer. Yeah. And I was like, dope. This is easy. Like, I I paid her too. I think I I paid her like, whatever, like forty, sixty dollars, like so cheap, just because like she's the homie, like instantly. She came to the music video set. Dom shot it. It's twenty eighteen. Um. What music video? Bleachers. Oh, okay. You know that song? It sounds familiar. Maybe on SoundCloud or something. The video is out on YouTube. She's in it. I'll look. I'll it's write it down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the first time we met. It's it's gonna be especially when I'm, you know, when I make it. It's gonna be crazy. Like looking back at that video because it's still out there. So. So we like hit it off there, you know. No, we didn't hit it off. We didn't hit it off. We were friends. Um, 
and then we were just friends for a couple of years. And then um, I I was home. This is right. This is 2020, you know, like after the pandemic was, you know, it was like going down in the fall. And sorry, I'm bad at storytelling. And then it's all Nick, good. Had, Nick had another music video, right? She shows up to be in it. I'm there. Um, and then we just started talking like a lot. Um, just through DMs, through everything, whatever. Um, just friends, you know. And then we hung out. I need to get my hair dyed, right? Um, I was like, yo, I need I need to dye my hair. Like, I need a change. Like, I need, like, it's ridiculous. Like, I was inside, COVID. Like, I need to dye my hair, and then I'm moving to L.A., right? So I go over, dye my hair, and then we just hit it off. And then we dated since then. It's amazing. So, I'm sorry that was kind of long, but basically, oh, it's all good. It was like we met and then we were friends online, and then we re met, and then it was like it worked out. Well, congrats. Thank you. <laughs> it's a good, it was a good story. It's, it's a cute, it's a cute fucking story, dude. It's amazing. It, love is beautiful. Yeah, because I've had some other stories that weren't beautiful most of them mm-hmm. that. yeah nice and i know she just got home i do you want me to i could ask one final question to kind of end this up if you want yeah, if you want to end it sure um, yeah up to you i have this last question which is what is your advice to people who want to pursue their passion as an artist writer creator youtuber etc like what what would your advice be to them um <clears throat> definitely definitely do it and just don't stop be consistent i have to be consistent more consistent but like just do it it's gonna be so hard at first but like if you really want to pursue it like yeah go for it and don't listen to what anyone has to say like haters because the haters can be living with you you know it can be your family, your friends. So you just got to do it, like, seriously. Like, there's going to be a lot of doubt. You just got to get through that and pursue it. And, yeah, take your time. Put in the work. Work harder than everyone. Just work constantly. But don't compare yourself, you know? Sure. So just, like, yeah, work as hard as you can and, don't listen to hate. Just keep going. Consistent. It's going to be tough. Sure. You know? And by hate, sometimes people can be constructively cri- critical, you know? Like, they can give you some ideas and say, hey, maybe you sh- yeah, this could be better. But so by hate, maybe that's kind of just well critiques without any... Yeah, go ahead. It's a fine line, though, because constructive criticism from someone who's never been in that position... Is like, I think that's just like hate. That's just like soft hate, you know? Okay. Yeah. Um, if someone has advice, take it. But, you know, you're going to figure it out on your own. Like, sure. Everyone who gave me advice didn't really, didn't really change my path. But, yeah. Oh, awesome. You got it.
Well, thanks so much for doing this episode. It was a lot of fun. And I got to know you more and I've always wanted to meet you more. So it's, it's been fun for me. Yeah, I'm glad. This is good. This is like full circle. Yeah, it really is. It is, to be honest. That's honestly a big reason why I wanted to do it. Not just to talk about myself, but sure. Um, hopefully inspire people. Um, I know a lot of people are inspired when they see like people make it and they're successful, but it does take time. And mm-hmm. I'm on my way. And hopefully it inspires people to just make good music or pursue their passion. Like, not to just say the every the right thing right now, but it's important. People have to, you know, find it, do what they want. It's a tough time, you know? Yeah. People are just, like, stressed out. Like, they don't have it figured out. Like, every, like there's people in their 20s, and everyone's freaked out. Just, like, just take your time, keep trying things, you know, make your money, and just do your thing. Just be a good person. Be genuine. Don't be fake, please. (laughs) Be anything but fake. Mm -hmm. Anything but mean. Be nice to people. Sure. Well, yeah, that was the uh, the final thing. That was why I wanted to have you on, because you're kind of a success story, because your music has taken off to some degree and yeah. you keep, you're still consistent. You haven't fallen off. You're, you're still that dropping is. music. And it's like, that's, that's people can look at you and say, Hey, if some of these people that I know might want to become an artist and they're like, let's look at Coop. He, he's not, there hasn't been years in between where it's like, Oh, there's been no music or it's like, it's just that yeah. consistent grind every day or not every day, but you know, just consistency and quality and, beautiful things will occur and so i wanted to have you on because it's it is inspiring to see it it's inspiring even for people who aren't musicians so yeah yeah thank you i really Mm -hmm. appreciate that that means a lot yeah seriously i like hearing like it's cool it's cool to hear but yeah no seriously though like it it's a grind you gotta just keep going a lot of people fell off um because they just didn't want it or they just found a new path and I'm just, I'm here for the long run. And yeah, there might be other things though that get in the way. I try things like you saw, I tried, I'm create, like I have a clothing brand, um, the concrete guts, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, I just, I'm always trying things too. Like music's the main thing, but like, I love to try things, but like, seriously, like I'm serious. Like I love to just like go out and try something new. Like as a kid, I played like every sport, you know, like I just mm-hmm. like, I always wanted to just do stuff. Um, so. Well, awesome, man. Well, thanks so much. I'll, I'll quick end the recording and appreciate it.